Write down everything I feel like What I don't really ever wanna feel like Anything at all Anything at all You call me when you're sipping You only came for weekends I hope I was wrong I hope I was wrong And what they say Hello about Kylie up we are reopening up here in los angeles uh we have made it to the red zone what does that mean exactly that just means that there are fewer people in the hospital even though the red zone sounds really bad i think the purple zone was worse there's this like ticker thingy at the ski resorts and i remember purple being the worst so we just got out of the purple which means we have indoor dining 25 percent. the museums have reopened i think people can get together in like outdoor places like bigger groups of people that is so exciting we are living life out here even though it's freezing cold it's been in the 50s all week it's for the past two weeks so cold wow i mean how are you how are you doing in in sunny warm beautiful denver so usually it is actually pretty sunny and warm but this weekend it was horrible there was like this blizzard thing it was like national news we were supposed to get two to five feet of snow which is like a shit ton of snow but we got like eight 18 inches, which is still a lot, but people were still like freaking out. And I was like, this is not that bad. Colorado has like the stuff to handle that, the Good, machinery yeah. and all of that. And it's not like in Chicago where it's negative five degrees out the day after snowing that much. It's like 40. So it's, it's melting. It's fine. I did get to like test how my car handles a lot of snow and it did great. It pulled out of my parking spot perfectly, pulled in perfectly, did really well. So four by four, very necessary in this climate. I honestly probably wouldn't buy a car that doesn't have four-wheel drive unless oh, it no was way I can go back well unless it was like my second car it's oh my not God. even safe even in Chicago with the ice and stuff it's literally not safe it's literally not safe in yeah. any place that gets snow or like literally. if you plan to drive your car someplace where there is snow yeah where it snows like I took my car to Tahoe and it snowed but there was no snow it like all melted on the street so it was all dry streets which was good but my Subaru all Subarus did you know come with four-wheel yes. drive built in we love that we do so I was like I'm ready for this we are taking my car yeah because I think last time we talked it was free my birthday trip to Tahoe so that was really fun are you feeling old actually kind of like I kind of do feel but it doesn't feel bad like I don't feel anxious like I'm kind of like I like it I feel like more of an adult you know I really do think perspective is huge my friend who's also dating somebody messaged me after listening to our podcast dating somebody older Uh like 10 years older than her I think and she was like this is so funny that you're so anxious about turning 25 because I've been lying about being 25 for like more than a year now to his friends and stuff so that they like think I'm older than I am and she was like they all think we're so young if you didn't have these younger sisters telling you you're old and like you had an older boyfriend you would feel young I was like no I feel old also like what's so bad about being quote old it's not a bad thing I know I just get anxiety I get anxiety about everything though so this isn't shocking I also get anxiety about birthdays in general I I do know that when you're having these anxious moments and like I'm not gonna lie and be like oh I never get anxious I never I don't have anxiety except for one psychologist said that I did but I know I got diagnosed with anxiety you paid two thousand dollars to get diagnosed with ADHD and you got diagnosed with anxiety I was like I don't have anxiety I'm perfectly fine uh meanwhile definitely have those anxious moments but definitely like reality right you can ground yourself in the fact that 25 is still insanely 
young and you That's have true. accomplished so much so far and you've done so many exciting things, but like you still have so much time to do so many more things. That's really true. You have a really good mindset, Kylie. Well, I'm also date. I have an older boyfriend. That's true. An older man. I literally told him because last time we recorded, I was at his place and he went out to dinner and then he came back and I told him, I was like, yeah, Jen's having a lot of anxiety about <laughs> turning 25 and he laughed. Like he laughed so hard. He's like 25. <laughs> I got so anxious about it the other day that I like forgot. I forgot the age I was turning. I had a meeting with a coworker. We were talking about how old we were or something. And I was like, yeah, my birthday's next month. And he was like, oh, like how old are you again? I was like, I'm turning 27. What the <laughs> fuck? God, I caught myself. It was <laughs> That's like such a random lie. I know. It was one of those things. I was just like looking off into space and I said 27. I think he's 27. So I think maybe that's why I said that. Uh, I forgot. I don't know. And then he was like, oh, dang, like you're older than me. And I was like, what? And then he was like, um, I thought you were younger than me. And I was like, I am younger than you. And he was like, you just said you're going to be 27. And I was like, no, I'm going to be 25. <laughs> okay, so did that make you feel better? That I said out loud, I was going to be 27. I was like, thank God I corrected myself. My coworkers are going to be like celebrating my 27th birthday. Oh, dear Lord. And then I got really anxious. And I was like, I am not 27. No, but that should make you feel better. You're like, I'm so young. I'm not even close to 27. You'll be with me on my birthday. So we can just, we can just like pretend (laughs) that it's not happening. Yeah, we're gonna no one ever. We're gonna celebrate your 21st birthday. Perfect. Thank God. That was like when I made you guys celebrate my bachelorette party in Nashville. Remember <laughs> that? I was adamant about celebrating my bachelorette party because I brought a really cute white dress that you guys said was too extra. And I was like, not if it's my bachelorette party. And then I did it and I changed. But who cares? Yeah, who literally. Gives who, gives? A, who gives an F? Just we can all True. celebrate what we want. That makes us happy. So who cares? <laughs> Do you have a pit and peak from your Tahoe trip? Yes. Okay, so my pit was there was one morning and we were buying it was the first day and I hadn't bought my boyfriend's like buddy passes through our epic pass, which is like a discounted ski pass. And so I was just buying them that morning. And so we were going Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Saturday, they were all sold out of tickets. I was like, shoot, we have to get the ticket through the normal website. We went there, they weren't selling anything. And it wasn't because they were sold out. It was because there's bad there was bad weather so they were like we're not going to sell tickets anymore and so then he was like oh you know it's not a big deal we'll figure something out emma actually ended up figuring something out she bought a ski lesson and then that gives you a lift ticket for the day too smart so that those are still available and he paid a little bit extra got a ski lesson and actually went to the ski lesson and used it oh fun we didn't know this in the moment so i couldn't get a ticket for him for one of the days we were running later to the mountain than we wanted to be and i was looking for the parking lot I like didn't know where it was and he was like haven't you been here before haven't you done this I'm like no like I've never done this and so he was like kind of frustrated because he thought I knew what I was doing but like I didn't know what I was doing and it's like hard when like you're frustrated with yourself but then he's also frustrated totally this whole thing and then we had to like figure out a way because I didn't have cash and it was a cash only parking lot you had to pay to park it was this whole debacle and it's so small and then we got up on the mountain and then Emma texted us and said she figured out how to buy ski passes and 
and it was fine. We got skiing and he got over it, but it was like definitely a minorly stressful situation. And it was like a lot of shit going on. The peak was we did a wig party. That is so fun. (laughs) So we all wore wigs. Yes, it was so much fun. We had all these fun wigs. We got dressed up. The only thing that was open was the casinos. So we went to the casinos. I don't gamble. So some people were gambling and like we just all hung out and it was a really good time. Also, another peak, my sister got cinnamon rolls, like those Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. And our friend Allie was like, hey, you need to make make these more raw than you would think. Mm -hmm. Undercook them a little bit. And I was like, yeah, okay. The raw cinnamon rolls were so good. good. That's so fun. Those are such good peaks. Yes. Missed you. You know, I know I missed you guys too. We'll see you soon. What about you? Any peaks? Any pits? My peaks have to do with our topic because I've made a couple friends. That's really exciting. I love that. Love new friends. Do you want to jump into the topic then? For sure. Kylie and I wanted to talk about how to make new friends in a new city, which we've touched on before, but we've never gone over it in depth. So we figured we'd go over it. This is also a question I get pretty often on my TikToks. Like, how did you make friends in a new city? So whether you move to a new city or not, making friends as an adult is so difficult sometimes really hard. My mom always talked about it. Just we had to move a couple times when I was super little just for my dad's job and stuff. And she always talked about how difficult it was making new friends. I see what she means. It's hard. It is hard, but I do think in today's day and age, it's a little bit easier. Yeah. It's funny because I have clearly such qualms about internet dating, which is funny. I got some feedback on that. Multiple people texted me. They're what like, did they say? And this actually makes so much sense. For example, our friend Brittany texted us and she was like, I totally know what you mean. I know what you're saying about you like to feel like you've known someone for a while when you meet them but I just remember when I met her soon-to-be husband in person the feeling I felt was so strong so she was basically talking about how like she still had that in person so it was interesting to hear from people I didn't know they met off a dating app yeah she I was just they met at around. school they go to the same school but like he goes to the dental school and she goes to the medical school yeah she was just messing around on the dating app not actually like, thinking it was going to be anything <laughs> I mean, like, what about me and my current boyfriend? I mean, I literally told you we had such a connection or I had a connection with him. I don't think he felt that until we met in person. Obviously. Obviously. But again, like such a connection. And like, obviously we nine months later, such a connection. Yeah. Um, So it was interesting to hear from people. But what I was going to say is obviously I have my qualms about internet dating, but I don't have any problem with making internet friends. A, internet friends that are solely my internet friends friends and then be internet friends that are like meant to be real life friends. So I love that. Yeah. Are your tips to translating your internet um, friends to IRL? So my first tip I would say is don't be judgmental. For example, I had two girls DM me pretty much just being like, Hey, I saw from TikTok, you just moved. Do you want to get drinks? And I responded to them saying yes, without clicking on their profile. Like I literally was like, I have no clue how old they are. I don't know anything. Didn't even click on their profile. I'm not even kidding. I was just like, yes. And then both of them turned out to be so normal and nice. And I clicked on their profile, I think maybe 10 minutes before I left both times. Yeah. Just to see like who they they look like. So I could maybe recognize them in person. But I mean, I feel like adults, hopefully for the most part, aren't scrolling through trying to make sure that their friends fit a certain vibe. But I'm saying if you don't know anybody in a new city, there's literally no harm in getting drinks with somebody. For whatever reason, I assumed one of them was like, 
older and married or something. I don't know. I, again, I literally didn't click on their profiles whatsoever until we left. I just was excited that somebody messaged me and both of them worked out really well. So I would say you should just go into it being happy that somebody wants to hang out with you and kind of more so look at it as, oh, I have plans rather than being anxious about meeting a new friend. Cause you don't have to be friends with anybody you don't like, but there's no harm in making plans with somebody, especially if you don't have very much going on anyways. Totally. I think another thing too, is there there have to be like two things that happen both parties have to be looking for a new friend and like a lot of times people aren't necessarily looking for a new friend and that's not because you're not a good enough person or anything like that like so but like think about us back in Chicago if people would reach out and be like oh do you want to hang out literally we had so many people we knew too many friends to even keep up with it was like not necessarily that we were in a place looking for new friends and I've reached out to people too here and connected with people and it's kind of fizzled out not necessarily because we didn't have a good time or anything but they're just really busy with their life and doing their things and it kind of just didn't really work out so just like in relationships like romantic relationships both parties are actively kind of seeking something similar like a relationship of sorts both parties have to be like kind of looking for new friends and and really open to that idea so don't take anything personally if people don't end up if it doesn't end up like turning into a best friendship kind of like dating you, you got to meet a bunch of people and then hopefully you find some good people that you actually click with. That's such a good point. I feel like something that I get really anxious about, which is funny because my sister told me this would happen. She was like, that's great that people reached out to you, but you have to realize that they also have been living here for a while and they have their own friends. And 90% of the time, you're probably going to have to reach out first from now on. And I was like, fuck. And so that's really hard for me for some reason, just because making new friends is really scary. You're like, do they like me? Do they they find me annoying? Do they actually want to hang out with me? So I have been trying to make an effort to reach out and make plans or just text once in a while up with texting and stuff. But it, it does really scare me. I don't want to come off as clingy or needy, especially if somebody has their own life here. Like I don't want to be asking somebody to hang out once a week. Even when you think about it, how often do you see your really good friends at home if you have a big circle of friends? Not that often, you know? No. So- I just try to not overbear my new friends, but at the same time, I definitely think I'm too anxious about do they like me or not because hopefully they do if they're responding to me and trying to make plans too. Well, I feel like this is, again, this is very similar to like when you're dating someone for the first time, you kind of got to feel them out. And so sometimes you might ask, like, let's say you're just starting to date someone and you ask them to hang out a few times. Yeah. Like in a week. Let's say you like to see the person you're dating a few times a week and they're like, oh my God, I'm so busy, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Then yeah. you figure out they only really have time for you like maybe once a week or something. So it's the same kind of thing with friendships, but I understand what you're saying. There is that fear of rejection that you are not going to get that response that like, yeah, like let's for sure hang out, blah, blah, blah. But also if they're just busy, you know, don't take it personally. Everybody's got their own stuff and like maybe they'll ask you to hang out sometimes and you're just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I can't because you have something going on or you know you just want to stay home and like sleep so kind of just feel it out obviously if you're asking them to hang out three times a week and they're like not into that then very clearly uh just be a normal human and pick up on the
the signs that they were not totally. super into that. But your your sister's so right. Like everybody has like a bunch of friends and like a bunch of different things going on. So like you do have to be an active participant, especially when getting a new friendship off the ground for sure. Another tip my sister gave me was to try to do as many one-on-one or like really small group hangouts, especially in the beginning so that you can like actually form relationships with people because if you just get invited to like a big group thing, it's easy to like A, feel excluded if you're the only one who doesn't really know people in the big group and then B, like find actual connections with people. It's just, it's a lot harder to make a good friend when you're in like a big group setting. So that was a really good piece of advice and I kind of saw it play out not long ago. I invited multiple girls to like go to dinner. Basically what happened is like it turned into kind of like too big of a group sort of and I was trying to get to know this one girl specifically who I didn't know really well and it just wasn't possible. You know what I mean? It was just too big of a group and if it's too big of a group and not everybody's close like it can get a little awkward. Totally. You then it's like who are you actually friends with? Like it's easy to form a big group when you have those individual friendships but it's much harder to build those individual friendships just like if you're kind of a little bit friends with like just so you have small tentative relationships with the people in a big group. I didn't have people reach out to me like I reached out to people. Actually no I did have one person reach out to me. We kind of knew we all went to the same school and we like knew people that knew people or I knew them directly from school but we weren't super close in college. It's kind of easy if a lot of the people that you already like are connected with on social media or like you have a friend of a friend like they kind of set you up. It's like a blind date but like a friend and like you've done that for me with your friends that live out here. It's totally doable and it's totally achievable far as maintaining. I think that's kind of the hard part. Like you Meaning is definitely hard. So you got to prioritize like growing these new friendships. And I've actually seen a lot of TikToks of people who are like, this is me. I just moved to this city. Like I'm this age and have these interests. Like I'm looking for friends, which is like definitely a bold fucking strategy. It is a bold strategy for sure. There are other ways to like put yourself out there publicly. There are Facebook groups for either like new people in new cities or trying to find rental apartments. Like that's where a lot of people meet friends is what I've heard. It's literally like how people meet their roommates in college. Yeah, that's actually how Kristen met her first roommate was through those Facebook groups. Yeah, that's a totally, I feel like normal way to get to know people. Also like a lot of times you might make friends with coworkers. That. That is a very careful line you have to toe. And that's like a different kind of friendship than like just a normal friendship that you would meet. 100%. Because you can't, I mean, some people, I do have some coworkers that are so fun and so funny and I love them. But I mean, they are out there when it's off work hours and like, you know, that you're going to be the person that's a little bit out there. You kind of got to be a little bit more guarded. That's true. And and like maintain a certain kind of, these are people you work with. Like you don't necessarily want them knowing all your dirty little secrets all the time you know then you gotta go work with them on Monday and like a lot of times you never know who you're gonna meet through your coworkers. they could maybe bring their friend to something and then they will introduce their like their friend to you and then you can for sure friends with friends of friends and I would say another thing that's been helpful at least for like Colorado and thank god I kind of knew this coming into it well there's two parts a there's a lot of transplants 
LA is similar too. A lot of yeah, people. so many transplants in LA. Yeah. So if you move to a city where there's a lot of transplants, like that's so helpful because like you'll meet other people who have moved and who are trying to make friends or who are like more open to making friends. Whereas when you move to a place like Chicago, where everybody went to grade school, high school, college, stays there their whole life, their family's there, their cousins, their friends, you're a lot less likely to find people who are like trying to expand their circle. And even looking back, sometimes I'm like, we had one name neighbor scout you know scout I love scout scout I freaking love like we connected so well like right off the bat and I would say like I definitely tried with her because I wanted to be her friend too even though I had like plenty of friends like I just like really wanted to be her friend because I loved her and just connected with her really well but then there are a couple people where I feel bad like they moved and they reached out and I really really liked them and I would go out with them of course and like I really liked them it's not that I didn't want to be their friend I just like wasn't looking for new friends necessarily and also the other girl I'm talking about she was our neighbor like she lived above us so it was so easy just to walk upstairs and hang out with her but that's really the only person I can think of that I really expanded my circle with for a short period of time and then other people I kind of more just were like oh I like them I'll invite them to this group thing but I never tried to form close relationships with them so again this is like goes back to your sister's advice if you're the new person that's trying to make friendships you have to make an effort and like think about if you were on the receiving end of that so like let's say one of the girls had moved to town that you didn't necessarily like have the time to prioritize but like you were going to a group thing you could have been like oh like for sure come tag along with me and my other friends for sure if you meet these people at least once or you talk to them, you'll see most of them are normal, nice girls and you want to like be nice and include people. Totally. So, but you have to like speak up and be like, hey, like I want to hang out with you and they'll, and then you For never sure. know who you're going to meet through that. Like Lena, who's one of our like friends from college. She's so funny. I love her and she's roommates with other girls I'm friendly with. And I had Lena come over and I really wanted Lena and my roommate Kristen to meet. Um, I was like, I know they're gonna hit it off blah 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 and there were just a few times where like their schedules didn't line up or like Kristen canceled Lena canceled blah 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 finally I get them to meet and they're better friends than I am with them so it's so great so like literally just reaching out and like trying to advocate because people aren't going to advocate for you so you have you have to take charge of your friendship making life I think the last thing that's coming to my mind is if you're moving to a city that has like specific things that people People do for example Colorado is great because everybody skis so it's just like are you skiing this weekend or like where are you skiing this weekend like can I drive with you or like do you want to drive with me that's just a normal thing so if you move to Colorado and you like skiing you're a lot more likely to get invited to plans if you're going to be skiing because that's what everybody does on the weekends I I'm trying to think of what other cities do that's super specific to them I mean that it is like a struggle if you move to a smaller city and there's like a big thing yeah. that people do so like if you move to Denver and it's like you don't like to go hiking or skiing uh yeah, you're gonna really struggle you're yeah really like you're not gonna struggle. have plans on Saturdays or Sundays probably and you just can't really like relate to people as well because they're like oh what pass do you have or like what ski resorts your favorite or like blah blah just stuff like that it's like one of the topics of conversation that I feel like that people talk about but it's also one of the reasons people move here I feel like if you do move here for the most part you like that but if there's something that you can do that a lot of people in your new city really like 
I feel like that's useful. Totally. Life is short as much as <laughs> I'm not afraid of being 25. Life is short. Like it is. We're not going to be young forever. So it's kind of like True. taking advantage of the opportunity to move somewhere new, to live somewhere new, to make new friends and have those new experiences. Like you're only limiting yourself. I feel like one more thing. This is like my final thing. Have you ever tried like the friend dating apps? Bumble oh, BFF like Bumble BFF? Thing? No, but yeah. I've heard good things about it. So I have not tried either. That was on my list of things to try. That's a good way to meet people who are clearly trying to make friends. Yeah, you're already filtering for people. Both sets of people want to make friends. Just go for it. Eh? You only need a couple good friends. That's all. On it, yeah, it's quality over quantity. Um, and you know what? I don't mean to sound like a pick me girl right now. I'm totally going to sound like a pick me girl, but whatever. I do think being open to making friends with the opposite gender is also a good thing. I personally am the queen of friend zoning. There will be no question of like, does she like me? Like, no, I don't. You can just assume I don't. Why would that be a pick me girl? A pick me girl because wants guys. Pick me to- girls are like, oh, I'm like a guy's girl, whatever. But I think it's good to like try to, it's kind of like when you're rushing a sorority and people are like, don't hook up with any of the guys. Cause like, you don't know who they dated. Like I would say when you're trying to make friends, don't just like look at boys as like, if you're like single, don't look at them as like, oh, they're, they're like, maybe I like him. He's cute, whatever. Like try to make friends with them first. Cause like, A, you don't want to go after the wrong guy and B, like guy friends are great. They're so great. Just try to be friends first with the opposite gender. If you're hanging out in a group and you're trying to make friends. Definitely. I mean, Kristen has a core group of friends that are guys, like a core group of guy friends. I definitely would say that it like, that is such a thing. I think that that just adds another level of complexity to things just because it's true. You're, you know, what is ideal? What's ideal is you have a group of guy friends and you're not super close with any of them, but they all have girlfriends. Okay. So you're not best friends with any of them. So it's not threatening and you're not going to like be hitting them up all hours of the day. So you're not going to threaten the girlfriends (laughs) right? and they're not going to be attracted to you. Or if you have a boyfriend too, then you're just like off the market. And hopefully these are like respectful guys. The only thing you want to be careful of, like you don't want to do this and you don't want guys doing this where they're kind of like trying to like, they, they definitely have a crush on you or you have a crush on them. And then like, you're kind of waiting for them to break up. Like that's not, we don't like that. Good. I just think when people are like, oh, it's impossible to just be friends with the opposite gender. That's not true. No, it's not. No, it's really not. I can prove to you firsthand. No, it's not. It's really not. It is harder. I'm not going to say it's easier. It's not impossible by any means. Do you have any questions? I do. Um, This is a longer DM. This is from somebody on TikTok. Hello, TikTok follower. Message says, hi, TikTok big sis. I need some advice. Maybe you could do a video on it. You're getting a podcast recording. So much better. So much better. I started Snapchatting this guy and I don't know what to ask him about, how much I should snap him, what kind of picture posing I should do because I don't send a lot of pictures. I chat for the most part. I would love some advice. This is the closest I have to a big sister. That's really cute. That's really sweet. That's so nice. My sister Um, would never ask me about Snapchatting a boy. I know, right? This is really cute. So I can't figure out how old she is. She doesn't have any like content or anything 
anything. She just has like a picture and like no Instagram link. So I can't figure out how old she is, but I'm assuming like an age. Let's just assume, let's not tell her not to Snapchat him. Cause like, if it were like a 25 year old messaging me this, I'd be like, don't Snapchat him. But like, let's assume she's like 17. Okay. But still my first advice is don't Snapchat. You don't have a Snapchat. But Kylie, apparently that's like how the kids communicate these days. I know. Look, like I know this, but still the first thing is like, if we sound old, I look, but the thing is, is it just, there's something about Snapchat that feels like it's not, you know, you're not really like trying. It's not real. Like you're not trying. Like it feels kind of just like a little sketchy. Let me tell you a story, ladies and gentlemen. This is a story of the time I wasted on a boy who communicated primarily. Now, you might be thinking, Jennifer, why didn't you just say, don't talk to me via Snapchat? I did say that. I did say that. I said, no, 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 no. When this boy would try to make plans with me via Snapchat, I was like, absolutely not. You can text me. When he would say things to me, wait, this is the funniest thing. When he would say things to me that clearly he didn't like want me to have, I would just save it or like screenshot it. Like if you're going to Snapchat me, I'm going to save it. I'm an, an adult. Anyways, but okay, so let's say that that's not an option to say. That's not an option. But my little anecdote here is if you're in your 20s um, and you're looking for something serious, yes, if you're in your 20s and you're looking for something serious, that's my first piece of advice. Get off of Snapchat. It's not real. He's snapping multiple girls. You really think you're the only girl he's Snapchatting? You're not. I don't care if you have a yellow heart next to your name. Okay. No. We are, we are 20 something years old. We are not caring about yellow hearts or purple, whatever the heart color is these days. We are not. Okay. I think snap conversations can be fun once in a while because they're so quick and you can see exactly when they open it and when they don't, if they're responding to you. They also cause a lot of anxiety. If the person like doesn't respond to you or like opens it and doesn't respond right away, you have like a heart attack. That sucks. Yeah, I don't I don't have these issues because my boyfriend's old, so he doesn't right. use Snapchat. We're he like, has cool, one. He has one, but right. we don't use it. So, okay, um, like what should you say and how should you send pictures and posts? Okay, number one, if we're assuming she's younger, absolutely, yeah. absolutely no nudie photos. None. Definitely none of that. No Definitely provocative not. photos. No, I don't nothing, give a crap. Yeah, nothing like that. Um, There's like this misconception that like everything in Snapchat just goes away. It doesn't. Dude, I used to take Kylie's phone and take pictures of Snapchats that this person was. I took my dad's, my dad's phone had pictures of my Snapchats saved on them because I'd be like, dad, so-and-so Snapchatted me. Like, it looks cute. Can I take a picture? You're like, fine. You don't think that this boy has a potential friend who's taking a picture of it? Yeah, or just absolutely. Like, no. There's, and there's, there's lots of, of apps too that Snapchat. save things too. So yeah, there's apps. He could screenshot it. Who knows? I don't know. But like, we don't want to be doing that. Also, it's just like- Illegal. It's illegal. Don't Child do that. pornography. You You're can go to jail it. for taking nudie pictures of yourself if you are underage. If he is immature enough to be snapped, Snapchatting you, he's definitely immature enough to be not using those properly. Yeah, for sure. Also, um, and the nudity laws are fucked, as we talked about before yeah. this episode. We don't, yeah, no, absolutely no naked pictures. Even if you are of age, do not send naked pictures. If he is like, oh, send nudes, send nudes, you know what type of guy he is. He's a trash guy. Right. And so you know that's actually a red flag to definitely not send them to him. He definitely probably has a fucking not, no. Dropbox file or whatever is trendy with. 
probably where they all just upload nudes of girls they get off snapchat literally so bad Kristen just texted me she said so true Kristen's agreeing with us right now oh good good the yeah. only nudes that I am in support of are the ones that I paint of my friends that are really classy okay and yeah, those like aren't even my for their boyfriends those are just like can you paint me can you like paint me and I'm like sure that's classy and they're like cute it's not like that's provocative art. they're just like painters always paint nude people because nudity never goes out of style and clothes do and that's why we paint people whatever but anyways nude photos are a no-go to snapchat boy we're not doing it i would say like as far as what you should say to him you should match what he does so if he 100%. does like corner of his forehead you send the corner of your forehead that's such a good piece of advice kylie wait just, that's actually like golden just match it like match the energy totally and, killing like, the conversation you're not responding what are you responding to if he says something like yeah or like doesn't even say anything at all it's just like a picture of his like video game that he's playing it, we're not responding to that yeah no and so that like kind of goes to another point so like whatever his energy is if they're you're just having like a bone dry conversation and there's like nothing really to talk about let it die if he sends you like a snapchat where there's no response let it go let, it go. let him see the fucking open true if wait he- you know what's another thing the kids do these days what they send streaks and they send like fake streaks so it's like if i wanted to snapchat kylie really badly but like i didn't know how i would send her just a snapshot of me that says like streaks you know how snapchat like counts how many days you've been friends with somebody or whatever or sent photos back and forth like all the kids have like all these people they send streaks to and it just looks like you're sending it to like 50 people but you're not you're literally just sending it because you want yourself to be top of mind to that person we're not doing that either no no i would say like literally we're not doing that snapchat should be secondary but like try to transition if you're like actually seriously interested in this person like yeah you guys can talk via snap maybe like a week or two and like build up to exchanging phone numbers or like you should be sending memes on like instagram or something like that you know what i mean like you're connecting on other platforms and like you're and then hopefully you build up to text phone call conversations to in-person hangouts like things should be escalating in the same direction if a guy is just like snapchatting you and like there's and you're like oh you know like we should do a phone call or like you're you're oh what's your phone number like you know I want to text you this link or something and he like just doesn't acknowledge it he is like just stringing you along totally. he should be wanting things to progress too if he totally. likes you or like wants to even pursue if he doesn't even know that he likes you he might like want to kind of figure it out he would still be open to like other forms of communication for sure oh my god I'm um, so glad I'm not a teenage girl oh right? my god oh my other piece of advice I will say one good thing about Snapchat I do think it's good for getting to know a complete stranger that you've never met before in person because you can see their face and it's like quick energy and so that can be fun rather than texting it's like hey and it's just like a blue message like that's kind of boring Snapchatting can be fun because you can see their face for a very specific slash very small period of time then it goes away after you meet in person that's done no more of that but the second thing I want to say is guys, this is something I've gotten from my guy friends, hate filters. Oh, hate guys, you should filters. not have, if you have a dating app, no filters no on your filters. pictures. They said they don't care how hot you are. If they see a picture of you with a filter on a dating app, they are swiping left. Yeah, um, you should definitely, like, look, there are ways to, like, take photos with yeah. better lighting so your skin looks better. But you should not, you should not be, like, posting 
using or only Snapchatting using a filter because then a guy's going to be like, I don't know what you look like. Right. I would actually say like ugly Snapchats do well. Yeah, for sure. With, and like with boys because every other girl they're Snapchatting is using a filter and trying to look really cute and impressive. And so if you're just sending something like ugly, also in terms of matching their energy, what kind of selfie is he sending you? Is he getting his best angle and using a filter? I don't think so. He's sending his like ugly chin with like a really awkward looking facial expression. So like, why do they get to look ugly and we're still so into it and we have to try our best and like do angles i would say don't overthink it the longer you stare at yourself in a picture you're like ew he's not going to be staring at you he's just going to open it and then respond to it don't use a filter for the most part maybe once in a while but like not for the for the most part no and i would say like the ugly angles are better yeah i mean i would say like you want to look good but you want to look like effortless like you're not like i like i don't give a fuck like you know what i mean yeah like like, maybe don't like look like the gremlin of like (laughs) yeah dark depths or something that's not great or like don't send him but guys love like natural pretty you know what i mean so yeah if you're just not trying yeah you're not trying but like you actually have a ring light but like it doesn't look like you're trying that hard that's what's ideal like know your angles you know like i I have bigger lips so like I know how to make them look fucking good you know Kylie has amazing cheekbones like just play up your angles you don't necessarily want that like nasty like trying too hard looking angle just make it look casual but it's like I still look good right but it's also like don't do a full face of makeup to send a snapchat like that's also no. ridiculous too so it's kind of like you want to look like yeah. your natural self but like the best version of your natural self without any kind of filters and also like you're not trying too hard if that's not too much to accomplish when i did communicate with snapchat boy wait that should be the new nickname snapchat boy i definitely wasn't used to that because no most people our age don't do that but i also when i was feeling self-conscious or like didn't have makeup on whatever i would put and i walk around like this a lot anyway so it's normal for me but i would like put a sweatshirt on that had a hood a lot of times and like put the hood up that can like give you a nice shadow over your face and make your skin look nice and like make you look like you're not trying because you're not and again this is like something I do normally but like the the hood was a good trick definitely and like also with the hood like you can maybe cover parts of your face but you're keeping your lower half I would also say like something that boys find attractive is smiling so if you look like kind of happy don't look like you're pissed off or angry all the time like even if you have resting bitch face like try to make it look like you're because guys pick up on that like positive energy and they are attracted Mm -hmm. to women who are like smiling (laughs) like true it's a very normal yeah, thing to be into a lesson on snapchat who would have thought i mean and also like i don't even use snapchat anymore i like check it once i don't a either week. thank god <laughs> you can ask um we're actually gonna do an episode with my younger sister who went viral on tiktok for her gen z advice we'll we'll get her input on snapchat because she's very passionate about snapchat and she thinks it's like very weird that we don't use it yeah so we're i mean we're gonna get her advice on a lot of things but but this is our older sister advice that's my younger sister advice like i don't know that's her advice my and me and kylie's advice is different yeah who's had successful long-term relationships true megan's too young (laughs) megan's too young megan's definitely gonna be killing the game soon enough though for sure i don't doubt it okay so what other questions do you have this was in response to a tiktok about my guy friends and how you 
my guy friend's opinions and how you can tell if a guy is ready or not for a relationship. She says, is asking him what he thinks he wants from this out of the question. So I think what she meant by that was asking him like, what are we? What do you want? What are you looking for? Kylie, is this out of the question? Okay, so there's kind of like a few things to this, right? There's the initial, I always like whenever I meet someone, I'm kind of like, what are you looking for? Like in general. And it's kind of just to gauge where they're at. Like if they're like, oh, Oh, I literally just got out of a relationship yesterday. I am not looking for anything serious. Okay. Like then you know where they stand or they're right. like, I'm looking for like, I'm open to a potential relationship. So there's that initial conversation. And I think that's super important to have Agreed. immediately just so Agreed. you can gauge where they're at emotionally uh, for a relationship. Then there is the, what are we conversation? This is a mm. lot more delicate. I think this is equally important. This definitely needs to be had. And you just have to be like really careful about when you bring it up but it should come from a place of this feels like it's the next natural step that we should be taking like we're already like trending towards this direction I like you a lot where is this going if it feels like they're kind of pulling away and they're not giving you that like they don't make you feel good they're kind of inconsistent with their attention and you're very anxious about where you stand and so then you have to have the conversation I feel like you kind of know what the answer is going to be for sure it's if it's not an enthusiastic yes it's a no so what i mean what are that's the rule for consent just so everybody knows i mean it's it's still kind of like if you have to like beg them to be in a relationship like what the fuck is that like you want someone who is hype hype in terms of like this what you're talking about like bringing it up at the right time I see what you're saying. I think this is even more important of a like of a thing to handle for when you are looking for a really serious relationship. For example, I've been really into Summer House lately. Have you watched Summer House, Kylie? No, what is it? Dude, on? it's so good. So good. It's on Bravo. Where can you watch it? Like I watch it on YouTube TV. Okay. So one of the Summer House house members, her name's Lindsay. She's like 33, 34. Like she wants to get married and have kids. Like that's her goal. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of getting to the point where she she went on a date with this guy and she asked him like if he's looking for something serious because like she is and that's perfectly fine I agree like are you looking for something serious is that like the trajectory you're on is that why you're dating he said yes and she was like great because like I'm dating because I want to get married and have kids and that's I think fine to say but the problem that she the what she did wrong was he was like yeah that's why I date too and she goes okay cool so like you're dating me because you could see that with me potentially Kylie this is the first date okay so the first date that thing happened that was their second date and so she essentially like put that pressure on him and he was like we'll see and then she kind of tried to play it off as like a joke sort of but I was like dude that's not attractive that's not attractive like also when you're talking about that you can't have a guy just feel like he's a sperm donor or like a you know like a marriage certificate no so you don't want to I know it's hard especially the more serious you get about dating as you get older but it's you can't put that pressure on somebody too soon or a you look desperate and like you don't have other options and you're literally willing to settle for anyone which is so unattractive if somebody made me feel that way I would be like excuse me like no you know what I mean like you don't want to make somebody feel like that and then B it's just it's too much pressure it's too much yeah that was see again it's all about kind of the right time and you should feel that in your relationship that you guys are like trending towards that and like there may be reasons like in the past two relationships I've gotten into like obviously I talked 
all about um, my current boyfriend and like the conversation we had around that. But my previous boyfriend, he was really worried about committing because he was going off to medical school Mm -hmm. and he like our futures were uncertain. So he was like, how do you commit to something right now? So he had reasons to be a little bit apprehensive. And so, you know, it's good to have these conversations where you can talk these things out with your potential partner and then you hear them out and hopefully you guys can still come to oh like I would really want to be in that relationship with you or you know no not right now because of xyz so it may not be just like 100% yes like there might be some reservations and I think that's totally normal as long as everybody's like honest and you guys can talk through things for sure I also think that like I don't think it's a bad thing that the girl is the one to bring it up like no guys a what my dad always said was a guys are scared of rejection because they get rejected often because they're kind of supposed to be like the leaders of bringing stuff up why do we rely on men to bring things up and like make the move in an emotional capacity you should never rely on a man to bring up like emotional conversations it's probably it's your job probably as the woman to like help take care of him like he should be able to like take care of himself emotionally in a basic sense but like men want to feel like you're asking about them and like how how are they feeling so a lot of times they're not even thinking about things you gotta prompt the conversation so they can actually take a minute and like oh how do I feel about this and like where totally. things are going a lot of times they just don't even think about it so yeah literally 100% they're not really thinking about things often guys from my experience at least because I'm really straightforward but maybe it's also because I go for like quieter guys but whatever they like like the straightforwardness because they're not necessarily used to it like they're kind of used to girls just like waiting for them to bring something up or asking questions in a roundabout way whereas if you just like look somebody in the eye and ask them something really nicely that's the key and really like in a non-pressury way the way that I would bring things up is like I'm super supportive of you know your lifestyle or whatever you want or that but I'm just like letting you know what I want and so if it doesn't match that then like you know we probably should talk about it so basically bring things up in a nice way and like a not judgmental way of definitely like something that I've heard a lot recently is I don't know if you've been hearing a lot about like masculine and feminine energy yes okay so like when you're having a conversation like this it's super important to stay in your feminine energy you're coming at it from like a warm comforting place like you're coming at it from like a oh like you know I'm just wondering what we're doing you're not coming at it in an aggressive way you want to stay in that feminine energy when you're having this conversation and let him kind of let's let's see what he yeah let's see what he has to say let him lead let him bring out his masculine energy obviously we're kind of talking about like relatively traditional heteronormative gender dynamic relationships this is like I can't really speak to other um, gender dynamics but if you are in a heteronormative relationship staying as a woman staying in your feminine energy is where you're going to wield the most power should I read my last question or read your last question (laughs) so this is also in response to um, my TikTok about my guy friends opinions on how to spot a guy who's ready for a relationship or not this person says this is a male by the 
the way. He says, okay, but if we didn't decide on where to eat or financially supported women or any of those things that we all do for you, you'd, as in women, would all be piles of bones in the street. So basically this man is saying that if men didn't decide where to eat and didn't financially support us, we would all be piles of bones in the street. Kylie, thoughts? Oh, I have so many thoughts around this comment, obviously. Number one, was this man time traveled from the fucking 19th century when women had no rights? Like, yeah, because if you aren't going to be just like wielding to whatever your husband says, yeah, you would be out on the street because you can't make your own money. Um, This is 2020 and women, more women go to college than men. Um, Women are making a lot of money nowadays. Like every women, adult women support themselves for the most Mm -hmm. part. You and me, we're definitely not bags of bones, even if men don't take care of us and don't tell us where to eat. It's kind of baffling that people feel like this is an okay thing to say. The fact that guys think it's so amazing that they stereotypically decide where to eat is like so dumb to me. And this guy is essentially saying that without men deciding where we should eat, we would be piles of bones in the streets. I don't know. What is he trying to achieve? Like, does that make him look funny or intelligent or like he's so he's such a strong man? Like how much you want to bet that like me and you make more money than this dude? Like, (laughs) I I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like, what is this guy trying to achieve? I don't know, man. Yeah. Cause like, look, that comment does not convey he has a big penis. It feels like he has a really small penis. Like that's my thoughts. Exactly. I'm not kidding. There's a lot like small, whatever energy. Yes. Small, whatever energy. I think that there's a lot that there's a lot that like women will do that. Like men don't necessarily think women think is attractive, but men don't think it's attractive. And there's a lot of things that men do and say that they think women find attractive, but women do not find it. attractive. That's such a good point. We should definitely have an episode. We should totally do that. Especially on like gender dynamics and just like, wait, that's actually such a good point. Cause I have so many thoughts on that. I do too. And I think that a lot of our thoughts might actually conflict. Um, Oh, okay, cool. So that could be a very spicy episode, but yeah, that could be a spicy episode. Kylie and I are going to get into a big fight. Big fight. fight, Yeah. Big fight. fight, Place your bets now. You should bet on me. Bet on Kylie. I don't need bets to win. Oh, (laughs) damn. She came (laughs) to play bag of bones. We just be bag of bones out here. I look, yeah. That's me. Skinny energy. (laughs) So you think I'm skinny? Yeah. Well, I think that's all we have. Um, Hopefully people are going and making so many friends now and snapchatting boys just kidding i hope you're not snapchatting boys but if you are i hope you're sending them really ugly photos of yourself without a filter (laughs) and all of your clothes on sweatshirts and hoods included extra clothes extra clothes because they don't really deserve it if they're snapchatting you we're just we just want the shadow over our face we want a little bit men like mystery right yeah mystery (sighs) follow us on instagram at kai kai vic at jenny re slash tiktok at kai kai vic at jenny re and subscribe on apple podcasts and follow us on spotify and we'll see you soon okay bye kylie you only came for weekends i hope i was